Hello and welcome back, wonderful mamas. Welcome back to the podcast. So I was MIA last week. Life just be fucking lifing. Let's just be real. So there's a lot going on in, in life for me the last week. So finally got a haircut. It's one of those things that I needed to get done and just had to make a priority because I do not do long hair. And especially since I have special needs kids, long hair is not something that I am going to tolerate. So I love my short haircut. Love it, love it, love it. And that's just where I was. And, you know, on top of spending time with my best friend, which I hadn't seen her in a hot minute and just kind of really just thinking and journaling about what's really important in life right now and what things I need to change to make sure the priorities I have in my life and the people that I care about, I see often, you know, considering that we're moms, you know, we're working moms, we're taking care of kids, we're doing all the things, business owners, things like that. But you also have to prioritize, you know, happiness and you have to prioritize you and make sure that you enjoy time being a fucking adult. And a lot of times I forget about that because I get wrapped up into the mom, the work, um, business, you know, because I'm trying to build something sustainable so that I don't have to rely on anything or anyone. That's just the freaking Hispanic independence out of me. So (laughs) if most of you don't know, I am Dominican and it's just that independence and just that drive that I have. So, so hope you guys are having a good week. Like this week in Chicago, the weather's been really freaking weird. So it's supposed to be like 80 degrees today and it's like the end of October And usually it's freaking cold, rainy, or there have been years where it was snowing. And as most of you know, I am not from the Midwest. I am a West Coast person. I grew up in Las Vegas and I do not like snow. So as far as how I made it all the way to Illinois in the Midwest, that is a story for another podcast episode. And I'm pretty sure I will tell it. So In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I think as special needs moms, when we have medically complex kiddos, that I don't think we talk enough about. So anger versus fear. These are two things that I know as special needs moms, and I know for myself and you listening, it comes up a lot. So what I mean by anger versus fear is just the angry thoughts or the feelings that you have versus the fear that you feel and just the fearful thoughts and just all those thoughts that don't make sense that you're just afraid of. So I'm going to dive in a little bit. So let's talk about fear first. Okay. Cause I know anger, that's one that's really in depth. So we're going to talk about fear. So as a special needs mom myself, when I got my daughter Sophia's diagnosis back in 2011, it was one of the scariest things 
of my life. I didn't know if she was going to live, if how long she was going to survive, if this was going to be manageable, if it was curable, which it's not. But those are all the fearful thoughts that you have. Is it, is she going to walk? Is she going to talk? Is she going to operate independently? Is she going to need me for the rest of her life? Is she going to be safe? Is it going to be safe to put her in school? All those thoughts just creep up into your mind as far as, oh my God, how am I going to navigate this? How, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to proceed knowing that I have a child that has all these complexities and that may not do what a normal child would do as far as being independent, putting on their clothes, doing their daily activities, having, you know, life skills, things like that. And I think as special special needs moms or even special needs parents, okay, because I know that probably some dads will listen to this podcast too. Even as special needs parents, we have that fear if our child is going to operate independently. Like, do we need a caregiver? Do we need this? Do we need nursing care? Those are all the thoughts that we have. And it creates a, just a large fearful mentality because it's a lot of unknown. It's a lot of how am I going to navigate? What do I need to do? I don't have all the answers. I don't know. And Fear can drive a lot of our thoughts on how we show up for work, how we show up in business, how we show up for our loved ones in our relationship, in our marriages, you know, with friendships, with our kids. It is something that it drives the thoughts and we tend to stay in our comfort zone, which I know for myself I have operated in my comfort zone for a very long time. And I'm starting to see that when I push myself out of that comfort zone, and yeah, it is fearful and it's really fucking scary. However, if you push yourself out of that comfort zone and say, okay, I'm going to make this decision for my child. I am going to find out this. Let me research this. Where can I get help for my child? And you push yourself out of that comfort zone you know you're going to be successful. And even if you can't find it, you just keep going, right? We can't operate in a comfort level because there's no growth, there's no success, there's no progress. And it's one of the hardest lessons that I've ever had to learn because I've always, even in childhood, have operated in just that comfort zone because fear is like, oh, no, this might go wrong. And then it's like, oh, well, let's not do it. You can't operate like that. Okay. Life is about taking risks, just going out there and saying, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to try to find some help. I'm going to try to find a better doctor for my child. I'm going to find somebody else who I can get to support me, to help me, to just listen and hear me, you know? So those are the things. And we as moms or even parents just operate from that safe space 
I'll tell you what, you can't. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but being safe is not always going to bring you those positive things or that success that you're looking for or that help or that support. Because if you stay there, it's just going to make it worse. And then you're going to say, well, if I should, if, you know, all the what ifs, right? So if I should have done that, should I have done that? Oh my gosh, why didn't I do this? And you're questioning yourself why you're doing the what ifs and you're spinning just in your head round and round. Don't fucking do that. Okay. Life is about risks. And I know in everything that I've done, whether it's been business, my child, relationships, whatever the case may be, I take a risk. What is the worst that they're going to say? No, right? Then it's no. You just keep looking for a different answer, a different kind of test, a different kind of diet, you know, a different kind of therapy, um, a different school, a different doctor, whatever the case may be. We can't operate in fear. Okay. So I know when I'm fearful about something and I'm like, oh, I'm going back to my comfort zone. I tend to journal all those thoughts and just dump all those thoughts in paper and just to get it all out. And sometimes I even dump my thoughts on these podcast episodes because it's therapeutic and it's helpful, right? So the next thing I want to talk about is anger. Boy, anger is something that... You know, like I said, I'm a Hispanic woman. I am Dominican. And when it comes to anger, that is something that is in our blood. (laughs) Okay. And, but you can control and manage your anger where it's not going to, you know, it's not going to be a life or death situation. Okay. Just to put it lightly. So ladies don't go knifing anybody. Okay. (laughs) So no, anger is something that we feel when you receive the diagnosis. I know I was very angry when I received my daughter's diagnosis 12 years ago. And it just made me feel like I did something wrong. I messed her up and that it was my fault. And I got angry for a while. And I was even angry at um, my ex-husband, who was my husband at that time. And I was angry because I was feeling, did we do something wrong? Did we do everything right? What didn't we do wrong? Why didn't we have this test? Why didn't we know sooner? Things like that. Why didn't I ask the right questions? Why didn't I have somebody help me advocate for myself? And just all those angry thoughts that I have. And it was just such a mind fuck that I was so angry and I would beat myself up day in and day out thinking that I had caused her condition when in reality, that wasn't the case. Because I came to find out later on, as I found a really good support group on Facebook with kids with the same type of condition, that no, it wasn't my fault. No, I didn't do anything wrong. I did everything correctly. It's just somewhere in the process, something went wrong. Okay. And that tends to happen because that's biology. That is 
our bodies. And that's just what happens. Because a part of this Facebook group that I was that I am a part of still currently, one of the moms, the third child, she had had two older kids. The third child was the one that had this condition. And she did everything right. Just like she did with all the other two pregnancies. So I had a lot of angry thoughts. I was just blaming myself, blaming the doctors, blaming everybody instead of just stepping outside the box and saying, okay, yes, I know I'm angry. And yes, this is devastating. And it's devastating not only for me, her dad, her, what can we do about it? It took me a while to kind of get to that place because I tend to process things in a certain way. I just will be angry about it and I will dwell over it. And then finally I'll say, okay, I know I was angry about this. What can I do to see what kind of help? What can we do? What type of resources that are out there so we can help her, right? So I know that you listening out there, you may have some angry thoughts, You know, you just got a diagnosis or you're navigating the diagnosis or you just don't know what the fuck to do because it's like I have all these things I have to worry about with my child and I don't even know where to start. And it could create a pattern of anger where you're blaming yourself, you're blaming your spouse, you're blaming your partner, you're blaming your family, whatever the case is. And it could really, really just have some really damaging thoughts. So I know if I'm angry, you know, and I have, you know, anger, whether it's like, oh, goodness, I have to take my child to another specialist. I have to do this. Like, I just took her to the pediatrician a couple months ago. There are four new specialists that she has to see. And trust me, when I got in that car, I was fucking hot. Because I said, you know, this is another four people I have to add on to her team. Okay. So it'll be a total of like 11, 12 specialists because she already sees about what, eight of them. So it it, it was a dif- difficult thing for me to process because it is hard to hear the pediatrician say, okay, well, you know, I see some concerns. We're going to have to do this. It makes you fucking angry but it also scares the shit out of you because you're like, okay, now I have to add on somebody else to her team. What, you know, is, is this going to help her? Is it not, you know, and there's a lot of angry thoughts that came out of that, but he was only looking for the best interest of my child. And I'll tell you my daughter's pediatrician. He's great because he also has a special needs child himself. So he understands It created just a mind fuck for me and I was angry and I go, okay. And then after like a day or two, I had to process, okay, okay, we're going to make these appointments. I will have all the appropriate questions and then we'll kind of proceed from there. Now I know angry thoughts are just awful, but you cannot operate that way because you can't make decisions when you're angry because Anger is a temporary feeling. And when you make decisions, when you're angry, it always turns out to be not a great decision, right? Bad decisions come when you're angry. 
So I always say, just take the time out, you know, blow off some steam, go for a walk, go work out. Hell, you know, go break some shit. I know they have like those uh, activities where you can, you know, get in those rooms and just break glass and break shit. I can't wait to do something like that because, you know, I can get some anger out really, really good. Right. Or, you know, punching bags, you know, whatever the case is, whatever it is that you can do to just get that anger out and not put it on anybody, family, you know, your spouse, your partner, your children, because it's not their fault. Okay. And I know with special needs kiddos, it is very hard because we tend to get angry a lot because we, we envision a different life for them. And sometimes things just don't turn out that way, but we can create a healthy, happy environment for them. Even though you may not be able to change the past or the beginning of your story, but what you do from this point on, you can always change it, make it better, and you get to dictate what the end of the story is, right? Okay, so those are my thoughts on anger versus fear on this episode. I really hope it was really helpful for you. And it was good to talk about it because I know sometimes I've had some scary, angry, creepy thoughts, and it was just good to kind of like share that with you. Very therapeutic. So I kind of think that this podcast is really therapeutic for me and for you listening, hopefully. So if you are interested by any chance to kind of level up your self-care, I do have an awesome masterclass that I did as part of a bundle last week, and I am still offering it to any of you ladies that would love to really level up your self-care. Link will be in the show notes so you can check it out, get some more information on it. I also have a awesome coaching program that I am putting together that I will be opening the doors to in a few weeks. It is awesome where there will be group support, weekly coaching calls, um, courses on the go as far as podcast audio. So that if you need help with resources, navigating the challenges of your child's medical diagnosis, if you want to have a awesome support of awesome women to support you throughout this process and throughout your journey. I have put together some really awesome things for this coaching program. I'm super excited about it. I think it will help empower you and just to create that healthy, happy environment for your child. Because at the end of the day, that's what we want. Because, you know, thriving moms equals thriving kids. So if you want more information on that, please check out the show notes. All the links will be there. I will make sure that they're there. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to send me an email. If you have an interesting story that you would love to share and would love to either come on the podcast or share with me and I will share it on a future episode, please send me an email. I love to read emails. I love to hear people's stories. Please share that with me because I just encourage you. I think if we share our stories, 
it will help others who are afraid to tell their story come out and really just, you know, we can support them and they can be able to share their story and know that we're here to listen to you. So check out the show notes, got all those awesome things going on and hope you guys have an awesome week and I will chat with you guys next week.